Hello and welcome back to Single Sounds, the only show where you could meet your potential partner via podcast. I don't know about you, but this weekend has really felt like the beginning of summer for me. I can't even list all the events that happened from sports to concerts to festivals. I did manage to go to Wimbledon this weekend, so I thought I'd share with you a little dating tennis joke one of my friends told me. Actually, she came up with it, which I thought was pretty impressive. Why would you not want to date a tennis player? Because love means nothing to them. Ba-dum-tsh. I really enjoyed that one. So this week's character would ideally like to find someone who can dance and is fashionable. If you enjoy TikToks, cocktails, theme parks or want to know more about investments, he could be the guy for you. Welcome to Single Sounds, the one with Step Up. Hi, thanks for having me on. Welcome. Uh, So let's start with your profile. Who, what, where? So who are you sexually attracted to? 99% women. (laughs) 99 there are always some good attractive guys out there which, and i'm like it's, it's you know it's a thing spectrum yeah yeah but yeah mostly women <laughs> nice cool and what are you looking for uh in terms of like attributes i'm pretty open but i know that i'm like more attracted to like people that are really into dance that's quite a big thing for me and i'm also got like a thing for fashionable people as well okay i'm into street wear myself but i can like appreciate fashion but like that's also another thing for me yeah fine cool she said dance yeah what sort of dance do you uh, I do hip hop and break dance. Oh, cool. Yeah. Have you done that for a while? Uh, since uni, but like took a break over COVID. But mm. like I'm in London now. So London's like a really good dance scene. It's pretty easy. So I do that like three times a week at the moment. Oh, cool. Love that. Good hobby. I feel like a lot of people don't have hobbies anymore because like adulting kind of gets in the way. So it's cool. You can actually keep it up. Yeah. I have too much like over COVID. I would do like football and boxing and play games with friends and do everything. And then it's like too much and I have to narrow it down. <laughs> I want to be really good at one thing or I want to be really good at another thing and it's like I can't be good at everything just have to pick one <laughs> just pick one so you've picked like yeah hip hop break dance for now yeah for yeah, now might change cool and finally where would you like to date I'm based in the north around zone three, but I'm going to be moving in a couple of months for a new job. So I'm not super picky about that. Plus, I'm like used to traveling yeah, <laughs> like fine. an hour for work. So I'm open to as long as within like a one hour radius, that's fine with me. So like, but zone three or four is a, probably makes the most sense. Yeah. Fair. OK, so what is your most irrational fear? Oh, <laughs> I don't know if it's irrational, but <laughs> we'll, we'll be the judge of that. <laughs> getting getting cancelled on Twitter. And it's irrational because I don't have Twitter. <laughs> no, that is very irrational. Fair enough. But like, you know, if I'm out with work on a night out and I don't really get blackout, but I don't know, something just happens. And not that I do stuff that I would get cancelable for, but <laughs> yeah, I think people can just fear. get cancelled for a lot of things that just like not necessarily in context. And it's just like, oh no, online goes viral. And then, you know, my life's over. Yeah, yeah. And I get a lot of friends who send me a lot of Twitter content and it's like a lot of stuff like that. And <laughs> yeah, but I'm not on Twitter. So yeah, it shouldn't, it shouldn't happen to me. <laughs> I think it's harder to get cancelled on like Instagram or something like that, isn't it? Because Twitter, you're kind of like speaking your mind a lot. Yeah, or like people are posting things and they just blow up so much. Yeah. So you could like not even be on Twitter and someone just takes a photo or a video of you and it's just like, mm. oh no, where did yeah. that come from? They're like, oh, where do, where's your job? You know, tweeting your employer and all that thing. And it's like, oh my God. So, yeah, that's Although true. I don't know anyone that's happened to yet, but maybe that's why it's an irrational fear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh 
I'm trying to think, I don't really know anyone that's like actually had a really bad experience with social media, I don't think. Like in person or like celebrity? Yeah, like I mean real, as in like Uh, normal people. Yeah. (laughs) One of my really bad ones is my friend posted on my Facebook wall for my birthday like a hideous photo of me and I didn't notice that my nipple was just like fully out. (laughs) Obviously she didn't post the photo with the nipple, she put like an emoji Uh. over it. Obviously like I have my family on Facebook so my my, family saw it and they were like what on earth? That was my worst experience with something like that and I was like oh no. Did your family say anything or did she take it down? No, I think it's still there <laughs> but obviously like i don't know no, i guess I people to... from work could have seen that though yeah i probably need to check my like facebook feed from like 10 years ago. yeah no i probably should remove that one yeah i do that with my work friends to be fair where we just like go through their old facebook feed and one of my friends has some like horrendous stuff yeah <laughs> he was like 14 but it's i think it's all like private except to his friends so he's he should be safe but yeah if he does want to try anything you know we've got we've got ammo yeah that's the thing i feel like that's the fear of everyone to get famous as well like so people that are, are like kind of your friends but not really your friends are, like want to sell your story to the yeah. daily mail they could literally like rip up you know like you said like your, your facebook archive and like sell them awful photos or like cringy statuses you wrote or something awful oh no yeah i have yeah. a thing about not deleting stuff off my instagram because it's like my history oh <gasps> i feel exactly the same i I use it as my archive so like i hate when people delete stuff because yeah. it's like erasing your own past yeah but i know other people that like definitely don't feel the same especially when it comes to like old relationships they like remove all the pictures yeah and i just think it's really sad i keep all mine so all my ex-boyfriends are still on there oh, fair <laughs> enough yeah. I, I guess the pictures one makes sense but like all the weird ones when i was like at 12 years old on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Doing, like, freaky weird stuff. I've got, like, pictures of Crash Bandicoot that I was playing when I was, like, 12. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this must be cool at the time. Yeah. I don't know. I always think, like, at the time, I wanted to post it. Yeah. So I'm kind of dishonouring my past self if I remove them now. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I'm thinking I know better than that original version of me. I don't know. Than us snapping away your past self. <laughs> yeah, you literally... Nice Avengers reference. <laughs> Love it. Okay, let me know your stop, start, continue. Ooh. This is, I think this is a good question because I feel like when it comes to relationship stuff, you shouldn't like require somebody to change. Yeah. So like continue would be like continue like being who you are. Mm-hmm. The stop and the start one is a bit hard because it's like what you you would need someone to change to do something to be compatible. Yeah. But for like the sake of the question, I'd say like start being like open minded to new things because I've done like a lot of stuff hobbies like we spoke about the dance thing mm-hmm. where I never tried it before until uni and then like I did it and now it's like quite a big part of like what I do and the friends that I've made but like if I was never open to that before so like I'd like to keep exploring new stuff and then if I you know had somebody then they would like bring me new stuff I'd bring them new stuff and that would be cool stop though this is a good one <laughs> it's a hard one it is hard uh stop I don't know if if you're somebody who's like doesn't want to use TikTok because of like there's a stigma around people of a certain age, then you got to stop that and then just allow yourself to enjoy it because everything on Instagram's on TikTok anyway. Yeah, I have yeah. a lot of friends who are like that. That's a very basic one, but that's important to me. You like TikTok? I like it too much. Yeah, I have to delete it like every few weeks. So I'm like, I've spent too much time on this app. <laughs> I I mean, I actually have probably only got it in the last couple of months because I finally gave in. Like you said, I realized yeah. like everything I was watching on Instagram had the little TikTok symbol yeah. and I was like well this is kind of stupid I probably should just go to the source like and um 
it's so addictive. It's good, right? Yeah, it's because the algorithm's just so good. Yeah. And I really like how it's just average people. Yeah. Like, I'm quite a fan of, like, I don't know, it's similar, like, this podcast is built around, like, basically, I don't know how to call it, other than, like, just the standard normal people. Yeah. And that's all TikTok is. It's not, like, celebrities on my feed. It's just, like, random people just yeah. doing funny stuff. Like, and that's what I enjoy, because obviously I can relate to that a lot more than celebrities, so. Yeah. Especially in, like, the old days, TikTok was just full of school kids doing, like, funny shit. <laughs> no. Um, it was great. It's still very, like, raw now as well. Mm. It's managed to, like, hold on to it. But um, everything on Instagram, like, my friends are always sending me Instagram reels in group chats. And I'm like, I saw this on TikTok two weeks ago. Yeah. They're like, I know you did. You say this every time. I'm still never going to download TikTok. <laughs> yeah, you just see everything really late. So, yeah. No, I like those answers. They're good. So, what would your TED Talk topic be? Guessing. <laughs> or TikTok, but maybe. Maybe. Oh, it could be. Um, I do work in social media and I work with TikTok. So, okay, like, yeah. <laughs> maybe it makes sense. But um, I don't know, it's a bit more serious one, but like financial literacy, which is like something that I didn't really know when I was younger. And like my parents are really not really like literate at all. They're like first generation immigrants. So they're like finance side and they've like gone through experiences which are like not very basically crippling financially and all that kind of thing when mm. I'm a kid. Obviously, I don't really know, but now I've like grown up and I make my own money and all that kind of adult stuff, and I understand it a bit better. And like, it's so like liberating. Yeah. Because there is like a lot of pressure to do simple things, like not necessarily live within your means, and especially like because I live on my own and I like basically support myself after I left home and graduated from uni. So that kind of thing to like maintain a certain standard of, of living and all that kind of stuff and like do stuff like investing i don't know it's yeah, so, some yeah. people it's like really boring but i find it like really interesting once you like start getting into it in lockdown i had a phase where i was like really into collecting uh Yu-Gi-Oh and pokemon cards oh yeah nice. So, <laughs> that was like a little project i guess investing wise which is like you buy cards and they eventually like go up and in 2020 everything shot up and it was because was... people lots of people were collecting them yeah. yeah and it was super addicting as well but um yeah in terms of like financial literacy it's just like such a important thing that I think people need to know yeah. especially with like the cost of living stuff going on at the moment mm. and like navigating through what in terms of COVID everyone will have to like pay the price of all the support that people got so it's going to be quite an important thing that people have to like well if you know about it it helps a lot so yeah definitely yeah investing is an interesting one I feel like I finally got to the age where everyone's like oh shit I need to look into this now yeah. <laughs> like I've kind of been like, ignoring it for a while so I think in, especially like after uni I think the first few years of your job you're just so excited to actually have an income yeah <laughs> you're kind of like oh I just want to enjoy it for a bit and then like after a couple of years or whatever you're like I have done some savings but now they're just in a bank account like is that the best thing to do yeah probably now yeah right yeah. now at the moment everything's just going down so yeah <laughs> bank account's probably the way but uh when I was in uni my cousins were like gave me really bad advice they were like use your overdraft <laughs> oh yeah I was in my overdraft for basically four years and then when I graduated I was like okay I actually need to pay <laughs> like, yeah. you, you guys never told me about this bit <laughs> Yeah, there's a whole way to make money from money. Yeah. Pretty mad. But um, don't do crypto. Yeah. <laughs> That's my advice. That's a good tip. Yeah, I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't touch that stuff. I think a lot of the fear that comes from around investing is like, it's such a steep learning curve. Yeah. You, I've started to like read articles and stuff and you're like, oh, all the jargon and like, yeah, it just, yeah, yeah. there's loads of like different apps that you could start with and they all like promise good returns and you're like, oh yeah. my God, which one? And it's kind of like, do you want to have loads of control over what you invest in or like what pot to put it in? And, and then like how ethical you be with it. Like there's so many different levels. 
levels yeah. and I think it can just be like information overload and then you're like I'm just gonna not do this <laughs> yeah it can be quite scary I guess but if it's like if you're just starting out it's better to do something safe like I think mm. when you're like younger you kind of get attracted to stuff like our oh, crypto can go up by like 50 times and you can put in you know 10 pound in like a, a rubbish coin and then it will just shoot up but it can easily go down to like zero just as much yeah. so like Personally, I like stuff that I, is a bit safer yeah, and I don't have to worry about it because I don't have time or want to put a lot of effort into like watching the markets every day and all that kind of yeah. long stuff. So I prefer stuff that's a bit more like you just set it and forget it for 10 years. Come yeah. back and it's probably going to have done something and it's not like the sexy stuff. It's just mm. like, yeah, you just put it away and leave it and you just keep adding to it. But like, especially when you're young and if you don't have like already built something built up, it's really, that's more important. Like if if you've already got like a good amount of wealth, then crypto is a good like fun thing to do. But yeah, as an example, yeah, crypto. But yeah, that's like I could talk about it for ages. Yeah. See, this, is, this is my head talk. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's a good one. I feel like yeah, for especially like people in their twenties, there's a lot around trying to get people to be interested in it. So yeah, yeah it'd be a good TED talk. <laughs> okay, what are your shower thoughts? There is a back to TikTok again. There's like an account that says shower thoughts. And one that really like rocked me was uh, if Pinocchio told everyone that his nose would get longer when he tells the truth, no one would know he was lying. Wait a minute. I need to think about this one. But then, oh, clever, because he'd be like when he's telling people that his nose grows when it's true, obviously it would Go longer, grow. Yeah. So then they'd be like. Ah, oh, true. Oh, like, facts. then what if the yeah? I mean, I don't, know, I don't know why I'm kind of questioning this, but I was like, they'd probably be like, oh, what color is that? And then when he said the real color, it wouldn't grow. True. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Or something like that. I don't know why why that would come up, but I feel like there's a lot of times when you're speaking to someone that you'd have to tell actually the truth because it'd just be weird. Yeah, that is true. But the concept of it really rocked me at the time. I was shook. Yeah. And it, that sounds like an interesting account, to be fair. I think I'd like that one. Yeah, it's a good account. There, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of them, but TikTok's great for that kind of stuff. Mm, yeah, hasn't come up on my algorithm yet. Okay, so what do you wish more people knew about? This is a good one. I guess in London, the like dance scene is like really, really good. And there's like, if a lot of people watch Step Up, and the, in London, the vibe of Step Up, you get a lot of that here, but a lot of people just don't know that it exists. Mm-hmm. So I think that people knew about it like at my work i managed to create like a little dance crew Cute. um like there's a class near my office so we go every week um a couple of us and it's like started to grow a bit um and getting people involved in the dance scene because it's something that i think a lot of people like but um they're a bit like anxious to start and i was the same when i started like i wasn't like the most confident person or like never did it as a kid or anything and my i had a cousin who was sick at dancing so i was like i can't really do that and then it's like when i would see dancers i'm like oh they've trained you know two years i'll be like that if i do the same thing um and the dance scene is like really fun like last week was red bull bc one which is basically the break dance bc one is a like biggest world event for breakers and Mm -hmm. the uk qualifiers were held in brixton last week oh cool so the uk yeah the uk got its um b-boy and b-girl representatives decided last week and it was like a really cool event literally like step up 
the vibe is cool everyone's like on like a similar wavelength which is nice but it's just something unique and different mm. like london's got a lot of cool stuff like that but i think the dance scene itself is like really like valuable yeah i definitely wish a lot more people knew about it and like went to shows and stuff and mm. saw stuff like that so then when you say it's like stuff up it's in they're like literally dancing like on a stage and everyone's like watching around sort of thing like battling yeah like yeah yeah break breaking is more of like a battle dance style so like most of the stuff you go to are jams where it's battling and you've got a lot of stuff that mix where it's like house dance popping and hip-hop as well so those four are all like really good to watch sometimes you have like street dance which is like choreo stuff and they have shows like that which is also good to watch but the like battle stuff is like really good i'm guessing is that like freestyle almost or do you think they have like set moves that they like well that's a good question <laughs> yeah like remember yeah some dancers do have like sets that they do or like they will adjust it slightly to the music um especially competitive ones because the level is like so high for breaking in particular i don't know about hip-hop or popping maybe less so because it's a bit more like demanding on your body because you're mm. you're like not on the floor and flying about and doing you know, stuff like that <laughs> yeah but there are a lot who do like sets but you can call that out if you know someone's doing a set you like do a handwriting thing and that's like something that judges will take into oh, account fair because they know like you've done it before yeah well it's like a battle so if you're like calling someone out for you know writing a set and not doing something creative then mm. that's something that you can you know get marked down for i guess yeah, or like fine. you like taunting them it is a battle at the yeah, end of the day yeah so you like speak no you don't speak it's more like there's like hand gestures that you do so oh. there's one where if someone's doing a move and it's they, so interesting yeah they're doing a move and they do it wrong when they fall you slap the floor it's called a crash Ah. Uh, there's one where you like put your arms together which is called biting which is when somebody like copies a move that's not theirs and they don't like not allowed to use it like if someone has like a signature move and they somebody steals it it's called biting and that's like part of the battle thing like to call people out for this sounds really cool yeah it is quite like intense as well sometimes yeah. like there was a battle with the there was a b-girl battle with a b-girl named roxy um and Rogina, which was really good and roxy's like a b-girl legend in the uk she's like globally known and she just had like a kid a year ago and she must be in her 30s i'm guessing and she came back she won the whole thing but like that battle was really intense like they were up in each other's faces and it was really cool but it's jokes and what are your non-negotiables Ooh, this is a good one it would be about being emotionally aware and mature okay which is like i don't know i feel like a lot of people don't expect that to hear from guys or like mm. it's not something that you, you hear a lot it's something that when i was like a kid and i went through like my first relationship that was something that wasn't there and it was like it became very toxic so from then on i knew like this is something that i need like that awareness and maturity and like communication is like so important and yeah. if you don't have it it's just gonna like at some point everything's just gonna go like explosive and toxic and not fun not a good experience but yeah that's like really important i agree i do think it's a bit better as you get older obviously like you said I feel like I was a bit toxic when I was younger sometimes because I feel like you're not sure of yourself either so then your insecurities kind of like manifest don't yeah. they I was definitely more like jealous and insecure when I was younger so I'd do crazy things <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was lucky that I was quite young when I went through that whole experience. So, yeah. although I, I think I'm still quite young, I have a lot of friends who are a lot older than me, and I'm like, I don't know, maybe that helps as well. But yeah, how old are you? 
24. Okay. Yeah. I hear a lot of people come on and they're like, yeah, I'm like a lot older. And I'm like, this is so weird. I'm not used to this like environment. Everyone around me is like over a similar age. Um, mm. Although some friends, like I said, are a bit older. So I do learn quite a bit from them. They're all at their stage where they're like getting houses and having kids. And I'm like, I literally just graduated like a couple of years ago. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's funny. I feel like your 20s is such a crazy time where someone can be your age and they can literally like have a house I don't know be married and then maybe even start to like think about having a family and then you're yeah. like you know just completely swapped your career or something like loads of my friends still live at home yeah and I feel like it's really easy to compare when actually like it'll all work out in the end yeah I think I think it helps for me because I have a lot of friends who are older that I'm like okay I don't have to worry about it right now yeah yeah I've, I've got a couple of years and you know that you know that's gonna be me eventually I mean if that's what I want but yeah. yeah. Okay, final question. What is your drink of choice? Ooh, so I, I love cocktails. I'm oh, a, yeah. I'm a very cocktail person, but I, I like to have something different every time. I really like sweet ones, but there's a place uh, where I went to uni in Nottingham called Bunk. They do a Palmer Violet cocktail. Nice. Which everyone's like, you either like it or it tastes like yeah. soap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not a massive fan, but I appreciate that some people love it, yeah. Yeah, that one or like sweet cocktails. That's that's my vibe. That is a good vibe. I yeah. hate beer. Do you? Yeah, I hate beer. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too, to be fair. I'll have it if like there's nothing else on offer. But even then, probably just be like, I'd rather yeah, not. <laughs> even, even then, I'm like, no, I don't want to touch beer. I feel like it tastes like bread and water. It's like, I don't I don't really see what people enjoy about it. And I like cocktails. They taste nice and they like do the job. They are a bit expensive, but just don't drink out, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like you'd rather they pay for what you actually want. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Just, just do shots. Just, if you want to get like hammered, just do shots. Just do shots. Well, especially in London, it's the cheapest way to go, probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you're paying like loads for the mixer anyway. Yeah. <laughs> shots that taste nice. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel like, I don't think it was Bunk, but there's another one in Nottingham where they did like loads of crazy ones. Oh, Barbar. Barbar. Oh my God, I love Barbar. Throwback. Bar yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Nottingham with some friends like to revisit and we went out and I was like, can we please go barber? And some of them worked there before and they hated it. And I was like, please, I just want like a Oreo shot or something. Yeah. And they're all so good. Yeah, you'd buy them on like a massive tray, yeah. wouldn't you? Like a wooden thing. And then they'd be like 10 shots and they'd be really, some of them would be horrible though. And some of them would be super nice. <laughs> yeah. And there's there's just such a good selection that yeah. you could literally, it's just like a kid in a candy straw, but like if you want to get hammered. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. They'd have a menu, wouldn't they? And you'd pick yeah. your shots. Although when I went, the one shot I wanted, they didn't have, they like ran out of ingredients. I had to get like another one. So that was really peak. But No, it's peak, yeah. You went all that way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, bestie rec time. Oh. Now, yours is hilarious, but we're just going to play this and see how it goes. So I contacted one of your friends, but I don't think they knew the podcast at all, which is fine. Okay. So I like sent my normal message and there was like some miscommunication. So what happened is they thought that they have to be anonymous oh. and didn't realise that the premise was obviously like that the character is anonymous. So they wrote out the script and then got one of their friends to read it out. <laughs> okay. So, so you're not going to know the voice like at all because I was like oh do they at least like know that voice okay and they were like no <laughs> so we're gonna play a fun game <laughs> okay. you're gonna have to try and guess who wrote the script okay this is I thought this was gonna be easy but no it's gonna no. be hard I don't know yeah. how it's gonna be <laughs> this is gonna be funny ready I am ready 
Okay, so top five reasons to date my boy. Number one, he's a hopeless romantic. If you're looking for Prince Charming to come and sweep you off your feet, then you're in the right place. Love letters, flowers, sweet treats and midnight drives. On the tube though, because he hasn't passed yet. They will all be bestowed on the lucky lady. Number two, dancing. He'll more than likely tell you in the first five minutes, but if he hasn't already, then boy, this guy can move. But more importantly, just think about what those hips do though. Number three, feeds on from the last reason, but if you want a guy who works out and stays in shape, then look no further. One minute he'll be hungover in bed, the next he'll be smashing burpees. Number four, he's a nerd. Now this can go both ways and potentially put people off, but we all really know at the core it's true meaning. He is faithful. He's going to be too distracted by even the whiff of the latest anime or Marvel film to realise that someone else in the club is staring at him. He ain't going nowhere. Finally, he's a very genuine boy, really in tune with his emotions and has such a level head on his shoulders. Not only is he crushing it in his career, he's moved out and ready for the next step in his life. I genuinely couldn't ask for a better friend and he has a lot to offer someone. Who is this person? You don't know. <laughs> no. Oh God, it could be a lot of people. Uh, but the, the burpees in the morning thing gives me an idea. <laughs> that, but I don't, I don't recognise his voice at all. Is that an Essex accent? Yeah, as in like, you don't know the person who recorded it at all. Oh, that's so hard. Um, I'll just tell you, it was... Oh, <laughs> how did he know about the burpees in the morning? Oh, oh yeah, because I say that itself. <laughs> I remember now. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was a nice voice note. That I mean, really a nice. nice script. Yeah, it was very like spot on. Covered a lot of things. Yeah, and I'm glad he highlighted that I haven't passed my driving test yet. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's coming it's coming <laughs> have you tried and you failed no it's i was learning over lockdown and then there was a massive backlog because I'm, I'm in leicester so because we locked down earlier there was like a long backlog than everywhere and then on my actual test i was sick so i couldn't get a test until like six months later mm. so i actually have it next month so oh fingers crossed maybe by the time this is out i'll actually be driving yeah that no. might be fake yeah. news <laughs> <laughs> hopefully hopefully Probably will be actually, so do a little update. Yeah. <laughs> Although driving in London is a nightmare, oh my word. I live I live right by an A road and it's just insane. It is not fun. Okay, this or that time. Oh, this is the oh, I'm gonna be terrible at this because I like have you ever seen suit? No, I haven't actually. Oh it's Harvey Specter's a character in suits and he's like there's a quote where it's like, Oh, what do you do when someone's pointing a gun at your face and you have they give you one or two options and it's like you do one of ninety nine other things, like you move it out of the way, you punch him in the balls and stuff like this. Yeah, yeah. And like whenever I have two options, I'm like, I just wanna I'll... Go through the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. We'll see how this goes. Would you rather mentally or physically never age? Oh, I'd rather physically never age. No, mentally never age. No, physically age. Yeah, so mentally never age. From now? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say physically never age. Okay, so you just stay looking young forever? Yeah, why not? I think that's better. Yeah, I guess mentally you might then... It's hard to know if you're in your peak. But at least I probably won't go bald then, which is a bonus. That's the first thing I I thought about. You won't lose your hair. I think it's such a fear for guys, it's so sad. (laughs) Yeah, my dad is like... He had like an afro and then he had to shave it off when he was in his late 30s, probably. Oh. But I really like my hair. Yeah. Um, I dyed it like a couple months ago and then I had to like get rid of it. So now it's really short, but I want to keep dyeing it and keep it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you dye it? Uh, like a silver platinum blonde. Oh, yeah. So And it looked so good and I loved it. And then it just grew out and I got really sad and oh. now I don't have it, but I'll dye it again eventually. Fair. But I can't do that if my hair's gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> poached or scrambled? Poached. Oh. You like poached, yeah. Poached egg is good. Yeah. Would you rather be locked in an amusement park or a library? Forever. 
Mm, I don't know. Let's say like a few days. Uh, is the amusement park like running? <laughs> like, can I go on the ride? Yeah. Yeah, then amusement park. I guess so. But then also you're kind of by yourself. So I feel like you can't go on the rides. Yeah. But the worst thing about an amusement park. Wait, so I can't go on the rides. And, well, if you can turn them on, I guess. Because I'm guessing like in both situations, you're by yourself. I guess if I turn them on and then run to the seats. Yeah. Maybe not. If I could do an amusement park and go on the rides, I would do the amusement park. But if not, then library. Yeah. I actually think I'd pick library, even though that's really boring. But the amusement park, I think it would freak me out by myself. Like, it's so big. Yeah. I think that's the point. Like, for me, when I go to an amusement park, it's always so busy. Yeah. So I can't do everything. And this would be, like, the chance to just yeah, you can go, go on the, the smiler until I, you know, can't see anymore. <laughs> Oh, I've been in that smiler queue. It's real long, isn't it? Yeah, I f- went on it for the first time last year and it was like two hours. Yeah, I think I that's like, what we queued for. Yeah, it was worth it, but I'd rather not wait two hours. Also, that queue was really annoying. Like, it's a really annoying one to be in for two hours because they yeah. play that music, don't they? Like, all the TVs are, like, running. Yeah. And they also, like, really hide how long the queue is because you go in, like, all these different directions and it's like, I'm almost there. Oh, wait, no, there's, like, more gates. It's like stuff. cages, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Which is not the most comfortable place to be either. No. Did you like amusement parks in general then? I used to be really scared of them, but I overcame that fear, I think. Me too. That was me. And now I'm obsessed. <laughs> Yeah, I think last time I went, Oblivion was like, nobody was on it. We had like 30 minutes, so he rinsed it for like four or five times. Running all the way back to the queue. It was great. Just running like kids. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Pizza or pasta? Ooh, this is a good one. I think pasta. Yeah, that was hard. Pasta. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah, that is a hard one, to be fair. I like really fancy food, so I'm trying to think what fancy pizza is good or what fancy pasta is good. Mm. I think you can do more with pasta. Would you rather be known as a one-hit wonder for a novel or a song? A novel. Yeah? Yeah. Rather write a book? Yeah. When I was a kid, I did write a book. (laughs) Did you? What was the book? Um, I'm quite, like, into fantasy stuff. So it was, like, my favourite, like, movie was Lord of the Rings. So it's on that kind of vibe. Yeah. Of, like, orcs and wizards and stuff. Cute. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And then I watched Game of Thrones and I tried to make it, like, really gritty and, like, scary and, like, twists and violent. But, yeah, I wrote a book when I was a kid. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not published? No. It wasn't very good. (laughs) One day when I'm like old and retired, I'll revisit it and yeah, like clean it up, re- reshuffle it a bit. Yeah, I know all the plot twists and everything in my head. I just need to like make it actually like a good read. That'll be cool. Yeah. Last one: Xbox or PlayStation? PlayStation. Yeah. Nobody plays Xbox anymore. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do they not? It's it, it like only PlayStation. Uh, I mean, they might do. When I was a kid, it was like a big thing, and I've always had PlayStation. So, mm. and like my friends would have Xbox, and we could never play together. So there was like quite like a like a serious divide. With the yeah. People, so, but PlayStation, it's got like all the classic Spyro and Crash Bandicoot on there, which for me, I used to love those as a kid. So that's my that's my vibe. Well, that concludes the podcast. Awesome. Thank you for having me on. You're welcome. This was a fun chat. A little update before the usual message. This character did, in fact, pass his driving test. So big congrats to him. And maybe he can even pick you up for a date. If you think he sounds like your cup of tea, contact the podcast at Single Sounds. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and I'll see you next Tuesday. Tuesday.